This is crazy, but this podcast actually started 30 years ago in a prison cell. I was 19 years old and had just been sentenced to 15 years in prison. I believed I would die in that cell, but at some point there was a shift. A shift that caused me to ask myself, how can I break the cycle? How do I overcome all the setbacks? How do I achieve my hopes and dreams and the life that I deserve? This is a podcast about that shift. This is a podcast about survival. This is a podcast about picking yourself up after life has knocked you down. My name is Ian Humphrey, and this is my podcast, Time to Rise. All right, we are back. Today is, I released this podcast a little bit later. I was going to release it yesterday, but yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. Hopefully your team, hopefully your team won or whoever you're rooting for, hopefully they pulled it out. But today is Monday. So quick question, do you know what today is? Today is February 14th. So today is Valentine's Day. Yep, yes, I said Valentine's Day. So do you guys, uh, maybe you guys know someone that, that, that says it that way. Growing up, most of the people I knew, they didn't say Valentine's Day. They said Happy Valentine's Day. So this today's podcast was actually actually supposed to or was going to be about leadership, but I thought I'd change it up a little bit today because, because it, is a, it is a special day. So I am here with my very first guest. My wife, Katie. Hello. <laughs> so I've never done a guest before, but I thought today, being that it was Valentine's Day, I would I would have my wife on as a guest. And I was going to just surprise her and just do a podcast about her, but I thought, you know what? Let me just bring her on the air with me. So thank you for thank you for agreeing to this. <laughs> So today I want to wish my wife a happy Valentine's Day. And in this podcast, I just want to quickly tell the world how I met my wife of almost 23 years. <laughs> All right, I don't I don't tell the story very often. Uh, but sometimes people will they will ask. So so that's today's podcast. So here's the deal. After my release from prison, I went back home to California. You you guys already know this if you've been following me. You know I I couldn't I struggled to find a job. Mentally I struggled and I was flat broke. And I, I wasn't really sure that I would be able to get my life back on track as a convicted as a convicted felon. But Things kind of changed. I got a call from a friend of mine that lived here in Colorado. He thought he could get me a job. So after getting approval from my parole officer, I saved up enough money to buy a winter coat and a one-way plane ticket, and I moved here to Colorado, a place I had never seen. And it turned out to be a life-changing experience in so many ways. I can tell you that if I'd stayed in LA, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I, I would not have reoffended. 
I probably would not have discovered speaking. And of course, I can tell you, I would not have met my wife, Katie. That's, 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 that's for sure. So the, that's probably one of the biggest, I guess, the biggest things that happened to me because I made that move here to Colorado. Now, here's the deal. When I got out of prison, I, I got to tell you, I really, uh, I can't say that I was I really was looking to date. I can't say that I wasn't, but what I can say is I didn't have very many options. Uh, you know, I was spending my time doing so many other things, trying to get my life back on track. Uh, I did go on a few dates in California, but they ended as soon as I shared that I was on parole and I was broke. And I can't say that I that I blamed them. But I'll also tell you this, that as someone with trust issues, oftentimes I would share that information just to see if if someone would stick around. If they, you know, if they ran for the hills, then I knew that that wasn't the right person for me. So most people ran for the hills. Obviously, Katie did not. <laughs> But what I've learned, though, is, you know, sometimes things happen when you least expect them. And, you know, I'm a believer that, you know, things kind of things happen for a reason. And, you know, you find things when you're not necessarily looking sometimes. So for those of you that are spending today alone, it's OK. You know, today is the day to, to love yourself and remind yourself that, that you're still worthy of love when the, when the time is right. So when I met my wife, I worked that day, I, I believe, and I was, you know, I was pretty much a homebody. I'd go to work, I'd go home and go to sleep, and I'd repeat it the next day. But on this particular day, uh, my friend talked me into going out to this little hole in the wall dance club. And my plan was just to you know, go listen to some music and, and, and hold the wall up. And that's exactly what I was doing. But of course, all of a sudden, this beautiful woman, Karen, she comes and stands next to me. I saw her, but I didn't really think much about it. I just kept minding my own business and listening to music. Then she bumps into me. She says, excuse me. I said, no problem. Went on minding my business, holding the wall up, listening to the music. But she bumped into me a second time, a third time, a fourth time, a fifth time, <laughs> and maybe even a sixth and seventh time. <laughs> now, today she'll probably tell you that it was an accident, but I can tell you, you know, a brother was looking looking kind of good that night. But anyway, she bumps into me again, and I said uh, the magic words that would change my life. I said, hey, if you're going to keep bumping into me, you might as well ask me to dance. <laughs> you know, I already felt like we were doing a bump. <laughs> Now, now for you youngsters out there, the, the bump is actually is actually a dance. So we danced to a few songs and, and when the friend she came with was ready to go, we exchanged numbers. 
and really a lifelong friendship began. A week or so later, we went on our first date. And Katie, I, you know, you want to you want to tell the listeners a little more about that? Sure. I uh, I want to say I was also not looking for anything. Um, I was kind of unlucky in love and was very lucky the night that I bumped into to Ian and um, he asked for my number. And he called me a couple nights later and we talked for probably four or five hours. One of those phone calls where uh, neither one of us wanted to hang up the phone. <laughs> and I know y'all know what that's like, the you hang up, you hang up. Um, and when I hung up the phone, I knew that, that Ian was somebody that I wanted to be in my life for a really long time. We made plans for our first date. And uh, he was very upfront and honest and he told me he was broke and said he could only pay for half and uh, <laughs> half the date and I was good with that and we uh, went to a movie the Titanic <laughs> now I will explain you know luckily Katie did not run for the hills but I, I was broke and I didn't want to set an expectation that I you know that I was someone that I wasn't and so I said let's I said, whichever one is more expensive, I'll I'll pay for that one. If you're okay paying for for the movie, and she's and you know she said she agreed. So you know at that point I kind of thought maybe uh yeah maybe I you know I might have a little somebody right here. <laughs> um, we went on the date. We had a really great time. I had to take him back home because he he didn't have a car. Um. But I'd never met anyone who um, was more um, determined and worked harder than anyone that I'd ever met. Uh, and I was so impressed by that. And I knew that regardless of where he was when I met him, that he had a lot of potential to be somebody that would be really important in my life and he was so fine too <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that was a bonus <laughs> so we went on that date and of course you know we had a good time and like she said I did not have a car at the time I'm not exaggerating I was I was broke uh, so I didn't have a car a friend of mine took me, I was living in Fort Collins, which was a half an hour north of Denver where Katie lived. So a friend of mine drove me down to meet Katie and then she had to take me back home. This was, you know, there was no Uber, was no Uber back then. But she took me back home, which of, of course, of course I appreciate, I appreciated that. And then we set up Kind of, a, did we set up a second date after that? Or yeah, you know what our second date was. <laughs> well, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and share that. In the spirit of today, our second date was on Valentine's Day. Yes, yes, it was Valentine's Day, and it was Ian's turn to um, plan the date. 
So, so here's my idea. Of course, as I said, I, you know, I was, didn't have a lot of, didn't have a lot of money. So I figured I would have her over. I enjoyed cooking. So I said, I'll just make dinner, you know, say, save a little cash and show off, show off my cooking skills. So I think I made some baked chicken. I made some actual real, some real beans, I think, or something I put in. Some rice. Beans, rice. And I'm I'm going to admit this because I think you're going to drop the dime on me anyway. So, you know, we had dinner and then I called myself to make a, a, a margarita, you know, in the blender, which I didn't really know how to operate very well. So I put the mix into the blender and I made the mistake. I didn't put the cap on tight enough. So when I hit blend, the cap flies off the blender and Katie was not, she was in the, she wasn't in the kitchen and so she couldn't see me. So the cap flies off the blender and I get this strawberry margarita mix all over my clothing. I'll let you tell them kind of what I had on when I walked around the corner. He had on all white, white jeans, white shirt, <laughs> and strawberry margarita mix all down the front. That's right. You got to coordinate. <laughs> had on white jeans, white shirt. This was white jeans were popular. I'm not sure if how if now if I put on white jeans, I think my my girls would demand that I that I put that I change and put on something else. But you know, I got the blender or I got the strawberry margarita mix all over my pants, cleaned up. You know, I went, of course, I had to change. And uh, you know, we finished out the date and Katie. You know, she headed back to to Denver, and you know that was just the end of of a good second date. And again, it was really the start of of what I like to say a lifelong friendship. Of course, we continue dating. We won't. I won't go into much more of that story unless Katie wants to. But we, you know, we continued dating, and of course. We were married 23, 23 years ago, this August. But here, here's what I'll say. Because being married to me is, is not, I can tell you, it's a, it's, a, it's a chore, I'm sure. I'm not a very easy person to be married to. Uh, I came... When I met Katie, you know, I was on parole. I had a lot, there was a lot about life that I was trying to figure out. But Katie took a chance on me. And what I knew, what I didn't know is, you know, when some of the people that I told that ran for the hills, when I told them that I was on parole, what they didn't know is I I knew in my mind, I said, the person that accepts me for who I am, uh, the, you know, I, I'm going to do my best to, to give them the world and to make them happy. And Katie did not run for the hills. And I've done my best 
you know, it hasn't always been perfect. No relationship is. But I've done my best to make her happy. And, you know, uh, come August for our anniversary, I don't know, it'll be a, it's gonna be, I can't believe that it, that it's been 23 years. But what, what I wanna share with you is just simply because it is Valentine's Day, and Katie will tell you this, I'm not a super uh, emotional person. But when I think about my wife and when I think about what I love most about her, some of the things are, you know, she's patient. She's, she's very patient. She has to be with me. <laughs> she's kind. She's understanding. And I can say without a doubt that she has made me a better man and, and a better person. And not only that, uh, she believed in me when all I had to my name was potential. And you don't meet a lot of people like that in, in your lifetime. So I do consider myself, I consider myself lucky. Uh, I had nothing when I met her. <laughs> and she understood that she saw my potential. She believed in me and she she supported me and she stood by my side again when we met i was on parole i was working at a grocery store as what i call a fresh goods compartmentalizer <laughs> actually known as a grocery sacker or, or bag boy but i had a dream to become something special I had a dream of trying to turn my life around and make it something beautiful. And I can tell you that I could not have done those things without Katie by my side. And I would say that um, when I met Ian, uh, I had just uh, left college and I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. And Ian taught me strength and perseverance. And he pushed me to be better. And I would not be the person I am today without him. He supported me while I got two college degrees, while we were raising our family. And he supported every wild idea I've ever had. Um, I know that I have Ian by my side and it makes a difference every day to know you have someone that you can count on and someone you can feel their love and the warmth of their presence. I would not have chosen any other person to raise our children with. And I just feel so blessed to, to have walked this journey um, while it wasn't easy. And while Ian, you know, talked a lot about what I brought to him, he brought so much to me as well. And um, we were 
the right people for the right people for the right time, I believe. I would have to, I would have to agree with that. So I'm going to wrap it up. But what I will say to those of you who, who maybe you've been looking for love, looking for someone, as I said earlier, sometimes things happen when you least expect them, but don't overlook the guy who, uh, who's struggling, <laughs> who's broke. If you can see their potential and I don't know, see their hopes and their dreams. Sometimes, sometimes two people have to invest in each other. So with that being said, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for listening. And no matter how many times life knocks you down, I hope that these messages serve as a reminder that it's not about the knockdown. It's about the get up. And now, right now, is the time to rise. My name is Ian Humphrey. I don't care if you remember my name as long as you remember my message. Thanks for rocking with us.